0: Everybody. welcome to Two Guys Five Movies, this is one of your co-hosts, Chris Gaster. This is Frank Pelican. You are listening to episode 19 of The Spin Chagrin. Last week's category was oh, something along the lines of a movie feature that is a vehicle for a musical artist. Um, so the idea is it features exclusively a musical artist um, as like a vehicle for them. So who's the artist and what's the movie, Frank? So,
1: tonight we're going to talk about one of the most infamous musical artist vehicles of all time, Um, a movie that I never thought I would watch and never had any interest in watching, Um, and that is 2001's um, romantic musical period piece, uh, Glitter, Hmm. starring Mariah Carey. Jesus. Jesus lead role as billy frank who is a all right let's just talk about the plot of this movie um so we open in this dusky nightclub in the 70s where this obviously intoxicated woman is singing on stage um you find out her name is lillian frank and she's like the house singer at this club um but all these people are yelling at her cuz she's drunk so she gets her daughter uh 8 or 9 year old daughter billy to come up on stage and sing with her to finish out the set um and everyone loves the singing and so she gets fired of course for being drunk on stage mm-hmm. um so she takes her daughter to the father's house and the father is this white dude who lives in like i don't know some posh like new york borough and she's like, You got to take care of your daughter. And he's like, Nah, man, I got this white family in here. I can't take care of this daughter. And she's like, Well, then you got to give us money. So he gives them money. Mm-hmm. So they go back to their apartment, and Lillian, the mother, gets drunk and lights a cigarette and ends up burning the building down um, because she falls asleep while she's smoking, okay. which forces Billy to go into foster care. Right. Okay. Uh, so this is the setup for this movie. So fast forward, like, um, 12 13 years and it's now ostensibly the 1980s although you never get the feeling that it's the 1980s watching this movie like i repeatedly had to question like when does this movie take place but we'll get into that more um billy is a club dancer with people that she was friends with in foster care um sassy louisa who's played by or louise i guess played by Debrat if you remember Mm. Debrat. i do i do so functified to um who's just a cabbage patch in like bundle of energy Mm -hmm. and then her hispanic friend roxanne who's basically every negative stereotype um that rosie perez was forced to play in the 90s like rolled into one Mm. um so they're club dancers um they get noticed she gets noticed because she's singing by um terrence howard um who's a ah man i don't know how to describe him like a pseudo gangster music producer okay um and what he does is he hires the three of them to be backup singers to his wife who's played by uh padma lakshmi if you're familiar with her she's yeah. a, a judge on yeah. uh, top chef Mm-hmm um who can't sing at all so he's like hey i want to offer you guys a gig as backup singers you know to my wife and mariah carey's like nah we're not going to do that and then they walk 10 feet and her friends are like we should do that and she's like you know what yeah we're going to do that so then they become backup singers for no reason um even though she doesn't want to do it because she feels like it's beneath her to be a backup singer so while they're recording a song for this woman um terence howard is like you know what uh billy why don't you sing the lead so we can do some overdubs and then they basically just overdub her voice over padma lakshmi's and she becomes like a Millie vanilli style like act okay so they're playing at this club and at this club is this world famous dj which also is a ridiculous concept in like 1983 but whatever um julian "Quote unquote," Dice Black. His his nickname is Dice. Okay. So Dice is the ultimate hate the face male lead, where he looks like a fucking constipated rat weasel, mm. and is just constantly making these weird, like narrow eyed, like duck face kissy kissy lips at people. This guy yeah, he's terrible. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So he hears Billy sing, and he's like, oh. I gotta sign this woman. So she's like, nah, I'm a backup singer. Even though she wasn't about it at all. So he tricks her into they do this thing where he starts like DJing and he's like, Oh, I'm gonna go out in the audience with my microphone and people are gonna sing. And he's like, freestyle. And then somebody's like a hip hop, ah, a hippity hip hip, you know, whatever. They then goes to the next person and they're like, I'm just rhyming over here. I'm saying words that rhyme. It's really bad. Cindy so goes to Billy and he's like let me hear what you got and then it goes into slow motion and zooms in and she does the Mariah Carey like How
0: have mm-hmm.
1: it's fucking terrible but that's like all that it takes to convince Dice that this is like whatever okay. um like he's 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 struck gold basically so he convinces her to record a song with him but then she's like well you know I work for Terrence Howard over here. You might want to talk to him first. And so Dice is like, hey, I want to record songs with Billy. And Terrence Howard is like, cool, except she's basically singing my wife's part that's like getting her record deals. And he's like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. So what's it going to take? And Terrence Howard says, huh, I'll tell you what, I'll sell you the rights to her contract for $100,000. And when she struck a big, you just pay me that $100,000 back. And Dice is like, cool, that's a good deal that's it like that's the end of that plot line for now Mm -hmm. so mariah carey sings a really bad cover of i didn't mean to turn you on Mm -hmm. but she sings it like seven times but never gets past the first verse basically like she gets to the i didn't mean to turn you on chorus and that's it like it never gets past that point but this is the thing like oh these a A&R people are all all about it for KRS records or something. That's, that's not KRS. It's like C, CSX records or something. Mm-hmm. So she gets an audition with CSX. And um, she has this song that comes out called Loverboy. And Loverboy's is number one hit in America for 10 weeks in a row. So the record people are like, hey, your song is like a big hit we need you to record some more music because we need to put out an album and strike while the iron is hot. Okay. And so Dice is like, yeah, man, I've been writing all this music. So at one point there's a, um, like, a, uh, I don't, like the camera moves like through the apartment, that Dice and um, Billy now share because they've fallen in love for no reason um, because they had sex one time and Dice was like, you know you're not very good at this and she's like well i don't do it very often and he's like "Ha ha ha." and that's it basically um i don't know if it's implying that she lost her virginity to him because he's he's kind of an older man so that's sort of creepy and he's really used his power and influence so anyway so they're in their house and they do this like moving shot and one of the things they show is a cover of spin magazine with dice on the front Mm -hmm. and he's the cover of this this issue and it says the world's hottest dj right Right From that point on, no one that meets Dice, like in the music business, has any idea who he is. They always just, he's like just some hanger on with Billy. So even though they've worked to establish that this dude's like famous somehow, like no one at all knows who this man is. (laughs) Right. But that's cool. So... The record guys are like, hey, you know, we get these hot producers. We'll like write some songs for you. And she's like, oh, I wrote my own songs. We're like, yeah, that shit's depressing. Like, you're not singing that. Like, you got to sing something else. And Dice is like, well, I've got all these ideas of stuff I want to do. And they're like, right, right, right. Why don't you go get a soda and like, we'll call you later. So he starts to feel some kind of way because like he feels like he's getting pushed out of her mm-hmm. musical success, even though they're living together and he can still live off of her largesse and do his vanity projects with a uh, fuck. Who is it said to be? Oh, man, I can't remember who he's recording with. They claim that he's recording with, like, actual people. Like, maybe Ziggy Marley or something like that. Hey, it's, it's mm. terrible. So, she meets this, like, producer, um, who's, I guess, in essence, let me see what his name is, because I don't remember now. Uh it's it's eric benet is the guy that's doing it um playing this guy called raphael and raphael is sort of like a uh, what would an equivalent at the time be not really like teddy pendergrass think about like some artist in the 80s who was who was producing but also singing like maybe like maxwell or um like later on you know in, okay. in time mm-hmm. or maybe even somebody like bobby brown or something somebody who has a successful career as a singer but also is renowned as like a songwriter and musician
0: okay.
1: so he wants to write a song with her but dice is like hey man this is my girl like we can all collab together and raphael's like yeah maybe someday that'll happen deuces so terrence um i said terrence fisher uh terrence howard shows back up and is like hey dice like you guys are making this money do you think you can pay me my hundred grand oh no i'm sorry terrence howard breaks into their apartment somehow um while they're not home and he says to billy he's like hey you better tell your boy that he owes me my hundred grand or else something bad is gonna happen and she's like i don't know anything about this hundred grand because of course dice who's supposed to be the romantic lead male lead in this movie is a complete scumbag. And like goes like gaslights her constantly <laughs> about her own ability. And like her friends doesn't want her to be friends with her friends. And the only thing he cares about is her. And she's the only reason why he has success. And then she's like, baby, you're the only reason I have success. I love you. Um, so completely buys into the gaslight. So dice finds out that um, Terrence Howard broke into um, his house and goes and, like, basically almost beats the man to death. Um, and gets arrested, and Billy's like, you asshole. Well, should not say asshole, because whatever. It's a family-friendly movie, I guess. This is
0: a family-friendly movie?
1: It's, not, it's really not friendly to anybody, but it's really supposed to appeal to, like, teenagers, I think. Huh. Um, so she's like, I can't be with you anymore. We got to break up. So they break up. So then the anr guys are like hey now that you're broken up with that dude why don't you come hang out with this dude who wanted to record music with you anyway and she's like fuck yes like let's do it um so they start recording music together so dice's life is kind of falling apart because he misses her and he loves her and realizes the error of his ways and he sends her this romantic note so it's the night of it's supposed to be the american music awards but i guess they couldn't get anybody to give them the rights to say anything that's like real <laughs> Right, so it's it's like the it's like the the u s music awards is what they call it,-, uh-huh. um, so she's supposed to perform at the u s music Awards, and she's getting ready to go on, and terrence Howard gets out of the hospital and shoots dice in the chest and kills him, <laughs> okay, and so she's like getting ready to go on stage, and they're like, all these people are gathered. oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, she's supposed to be coming to the event, and you don't know like where she was, so they're like what happened to her like where is she is she flaking out on us hey turn on channel nine right now and they turn it on and it's like notable like dj julian dice black was shot to death this evening blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then the camera like turns around and she's there like watching it and she's like oh my god oh i'm so heartbroken but i'm gonna go out and sing anyway at the u.s music awards so then she does that so she goes out and she sings um This song that was written for the movie, and listen, the soundtrack to this movie is fucking abysmal. Like, number one, nothing sounds like it's from the 80s, so aside from hearing I didn't mean to turn you on, like, 42 times, right? you don't hear anything that makes you think, like, oh, like, right, like, this sounds like something maybe Whitney Houston would sing, or, Mm -hmm. you know, um, whatever, like, Miami Sound Machine, or something. So, is this all all Mariah Carey, like, real songs, or something? Oh, yeah, 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 they released... So we'll 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 get to that because that part's really fucking funny. Okay. Um, they released a soundtrack to this movie. Okay. So she goes out and she's like, "This is dedicated to everybody who's ever lost anybody because you should never give up on finding somebody because love is beautiful." And then she mm. sings this terrible song. Okay. So she big success, right? So one of the subplots is she keeps trying to find her mom. So she opens up this letter that was the last thing that Dice ever wrote to her. It was like a good luck tonight. You know, I'm pulling for you. I love you basically like humanizing him in every way that the movie has failed to humanize him. Right. Like for the entire time, just by like her reading in his voice. Mm -hmm. And it's the address to her mom's house because somebody found her mom. She's living down in Maryland. Okay. So after she's successful, she gets and she drives down to Maryland and there's one point early in the movie where she's walking down the street because it's trying to show that she's like kind of lost and confused. So she doesn't know where she's going and she keeps taking like different turns and she's all disoriented. And this woman comes walking by like with a bottle in a brown paper bag, smoking a cigarette. And Mm -hmm. she's like, Hey baby. But it's obviously not like the same woman, but you're supposed to think like, Oh my God, like that Mm -hmm. was, that that could have been her mother. Mm -hmm. So she ends up in Maryland and her mother's like, Oh baby, I haven't drank a drop since the day they took you away from me. I've been sober forever. I love you so much. And then they hug and then that's the end of the movie so
0: let she not try to get her back if she was actually sober
1: she was a foster care man you can't get nobody out of foster care
0: <laughs> you can always put <laughs> people out of foster care
1: right, right. just get people Plus, back to
0: like they're like trying to force them back okay sorry yeah, this is a minor well, detail to <laughs> focus on all right so let me say this you just described that whole movie to me i forgot this movie existed but you just described that whole thing. Besides sounding just really dull and kind of dumb at points, like, tell me about the about the actual like, I guess like f- making of this movie that makes it so bad. Because obviously, it's everybody's always agreed it's like a terrible movie, right? So it doesn't. It's it just besides boring and kind of dumb. Like it doesn't sound like awful in your description of it. It's just,
1: uh. It's not awful in the sense that like, I mean, it's kind of like a star is born, you know what I mean? There's so many movies that are the same thing as this of the rags to riches story of the, you know, artist with talent that kind of is led astray in the beginning and has to find their own voice, whatever, blah, blah, blah. The problem is that Mariah Carey is possibly the worst actress ever to live. I mean, the, the dialogue in this movie is terrible. Like The script is awful. But the delivery. If she was a good actress or a convincing actress or the music was super powerful and catchy and, you know, like there was mm-hmm. all kinds of like bangers. If right. they would have taken and they would have done like 10 covers of really good 80s songs mm-hmm. and attributed them to Billy Frank, mm-hmm. you know, like. Yeah. Fictitiously that she's the one that wrote these songs mm-hmm. would be imminently more watchable because then at least you would have the music to like carry you between scenes, right? But every fucking Mariah Carey song ever is right, like these long trilling like runs of fucking notes. The other thing too is that there is never a point in time where you believe that Julian Dice Black is pulling Mariah Carey. Right. Like, he is never in her league because she is freaking gorgeous in this movie. I mean, this is, like, she's beautiful in this movie. And honestly, like, the best thing about it is just watching Mariah Carey. I know that probably sounds, like, terrible in, like, this modern era. But, I mean, it's true because, like, there's nothing else to, like, latch onto. Right. And then every time she acts, it's like, oh, my God, lady, you're so bad. Like, you don't even know how to deliver. Like, she can't emote. She can't show she has no idea what emotion is appropriate in any given scenario so it always comes off as like off-putting and weird right nobody else even and there's you know i mean terrence howard is a pretty accomplished actor and i generally enjoy his stuff nothing here like just it's like it doesn't even matter that it was him you don't even know i mean eric benet he's not a bad actor you know what i mean but He's just like nothing in this role. It's just yeah, this... until I looked
0: him up, I forgot. Like, this is actually this is crazy, like the this time period. Like, cause that's this is the time period around when he marries Holly Berry. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was the same dude. But yeah.
1: So the other part about it is that um what's her name? Bondi uh fuck. Bondi... I can't remember her last name.
0: It's a it's a him. Bondi Bondi Curtis,
1: oh, Curtis Hall. Yeah, Bondi Curtis Hall is doing this shit all the time, where he's trying to put glitter on things. So it's like subtle. It's like oh, she walks out on stage and a mic sparks and there's flashes of glitter, and then she walks into a room and there's glitter falling from the ceiling. It's glitter and she's wearing she like she has this emotional like anytime there's a a scene that's supposed to be important something has glitter on it in the scene and it's like right maybe in some super like highly theoretical way like that's cool and that works but it's just so dumb here and like you don't care about the movie enough to even like care about like i don't even know why i noticed it but i was watching one scene and i'm like why does she have that weird fucking like slash of glitter across her chest? Mm -hmm. Like, there's no reason for it. Like, it's almost like a David Bowie, like one of those like abstract lines that he would like paint on his face or whatever, like his body. But it doesn't make any sense with the rest of her outfit. But then I was like, oh, because it's made of glitter. Like, of course, like it's she's glittering because she's the star in the sky. It's terrible. It's terrible, man. And I'm telling you, like, I like. I didn't mean to turn you on and I'm not really familiar with the original version I can't remember who sings it but like the Robert Palmer version is decent you know it's like a one of those weird like sub hits from the 80s that when you hear it you're like yeah like I I recognize that song mm-hmm. but she doesn't have like the low register to really like give it any oomph mm-hmm. so it just comes off like mm-hmm. this I didn't mean to turn you on <laughs> right oh man it's so fucking bad yeah i
0: yeah i can't stand her singing. so the
1: funniest thing about this movie and i remember this because i was working in the theater business when this came out mm-hmm. and i remember this movie opening and i think that we kind of expected it to be like a 20 to 30 million dollar like opening um september 11th 2001 um is when they dropped the soundtrack album for this movie mm-hmm. and only a couple weeks before the movie came out. The movie came out on September 21st. And nobody was going to the movies then. Mm-hmm. This movie fucking bombed. Like, we had it on, like, three screens. And I think there was, like, three people total between all three of those screens that came to see it. It was a bomb. And she always, I remember her saying this because I used to listen to the radio a lot back then when I was driving to him from work. So I was working at Brandywine at the time. So, you know, I had, like, a 30 to 40-minute commute um, both ways, like, day and night. So I would listen to, like, the radio. And I remember them saying like on, you know, like music talk radio about how they blamed the failure of this album on the fact that it, you know, came out on September 11th and it's not man. It's just bad, right? Like I can get down with some 90s R&B, you know, I'm fine with like a lot of stuff from that era. I have never liked Mariah Carey and this is like the worst Mariah Carey. It's soulless. It's like inane. I thought at one point like they were singing words and I was like oh well this the joke's going to be that like this terrible song is going to get replaced with like this great song and it's like this shows how amateurish you know Dice is a songwriter but no 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 that's her hit like that in in the movie like universe like this is a super popular song and I think that they knew how bad the soundtrack was because you never hear a complete version of any song. Right. Which is the most ridiculous decision in a movie that's based around the idea of being a vehicle for arguably maybe the most popular female vocalist of the time, maybe?
0: Yeah. It's I like mean a, definitely up point, there. Yeah, I mean she had some um, she had some years on her at that point like into the industry, I mean, but it's like basically like her and Britney, I guess, at that point. And Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Um she she really was kind of on
1: maybe from like a pop standpoint like more of like the downward but it was only slightly. She still was super popular and she had that Christmas album the year before that was like... She did. And I hate that fucking all I want for Christmas is you or whatever the hell Yeah, it yeah.
0: Well, I mean this is pivotal in her life too because like this is when she like right before this comes out is when she has like the, the breakdown and she like has to, you know, she disappears for a while, and there's all like the tabloid stories about her and stuff like that. And she ends up getting diagnosed bipolar and everything like afterwards. And it's all around this time. Like, yeah. Didn't she marry some old man around here too, or something? uh That I'm not, sh- I don't remember clearly, but yeah, she did marry. There was some kind of like marriage deal with her, um and I, I don't remember what it is. I mean, it was, it
1: was Tommy Matola. Was right before that. Okay. So she had gotten divorced from Matola before this came out. Okay, um, and he was a lot older than her. Mm-hmm. And then um, she was the Cannon in two thousand eight.
0: Yeah, see, she was with some. She was in a relationship with Louis Miguel, um, some Mex, uh, Mexican Mexican singer, singer. It looks like he is referred to as El Sol de Mexico, hmm.
1: the Son of Mexico. Eh? Yeah but not the sun like right. i gave birth to you like the right. sun like right in the sky i think i'd rather be all ray de mexico <laughs> right you know if i'm gonna be anything yeah.
0: so you actually know um um bondy curtis hall like he was just you just saw him recently in that the the night house movie um oh yeah of, yeah like um the older black guy in that movie oh right
1: ben 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 Urich. Ben, right. yes
0: yep yep and he was in daredevil yeah um he's married to um casey casey uh lemons um they have four children or he has four children yeah yeah he's a, he's a bit older than her but um yeah no um he's a pretty accomplished actor he's been a lot of stuff what else is he directed directed um gridlocked is his i think most famous movie um after this it's like he doesn't get much work except for television um he directed uh, I, an episode of firefly he did it's a really good one it's the yeah, it is a really good one um is that the christina Hendricks one it is yeah one, yeah, one of them yeah it's the first one yeah yeah a uh, episode of the shield uh-huh yep hmm. um but yeah, he's he's pretty accomplished, dude. But uh, yeah, this is this sounds like kind of like a disaster for him. It's really bad. Um, the <clears throat> oh, he's in <laughs> the
1: Blue Bayou movie too. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have mixed
0: feelings about watching that movie. The funniest thing on MDib is if you look at like screenplay by, um, the screenplay is by Jess Mariano. And i was like what the fuck like and i clicked on it and it takes you to the character page for just mariano from gilmore girls (laughs) and the 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 real the real screenwriter for this is is kate lanier um who wrote set it off and like beauty shop and like all that kind of stuff um so i don't know what the hell that joke is um uh obviously somebody did that on purpose but Um, that was really weird to see uh, yeah this sounds bad so does this deserve all the hate that it's gotten all these years
1: I don't think it's worth hating I mean I didn't I watched something like Larry the Cable Guy calling Health Inspector and like I get angry You know, like that movie makes me angry because it's so aggressively right dumb and just mean there's nothing mean about this movie it's not particularly it's it's not well written but like do you get angry at watching like a cw show or you know i mean
0: sometimes did you get angry
1: watching it i guess so but like (laughs) do do you get angry at like one tree hill or i don't know
0: you're asking the wrong person, but I, I get—I
1: take it. Yeah, because you definitely get angry at One Tree Hill. <laughs> I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. I just—I just put my hoodie up. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Um. It's—it's it's bad, but it's inoffensively bad. Okay. Like it's not meaning any harm. There's nothing. Aside from some really broad stereotypical characters, which is pretty much everything in the movie. I mean, and that comes from bad writing. That's not like purposefully. It's not like talking down to you because it doesn't even know where down is like, it's just so stupid that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, Fair did I enjoy it? No. Did it make me laugh? But Yeah, but inappropriately. Right. Would I ever watch it again? No. But does it make me, like, super pissed that I watched it? Like, no, it's fine. I've seen plenty of movies, like, far worse than fucking Glitter.
0: But it's really bad. Okay. So what's the chagrin score, then? It's a six, I guess. Okay. I mean, it's definitely
1: on the chagrin side. You know, there's nothing
0: i really can't look, give you it's any- an interesting distinction though so chagrin is six but what would you like on a scale of like one to ten what would you like rate this movie it's 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 it, it's a hard
1: one okay i mean it look again it's not a good movie but i think when i give something a chagrin score it's like how painful was it for me to see right, through right in its entirety like you watch something like um a fucking adam sandler movie my boy or whatever that's that, that's my boy. right
0: that's my boy yeah
1: like that movie was a punch in the dick like every five minutes i oh, oh, fuck what am i doing oh oh my god oh that was you know this punch the this dick was probably a plot point in that movie several times i'm sure mm-hmm. actually it definitely there's some like like dick assault that happens a couple times in that movie there's no dick assault in this movie oh is there no no i guess there's not uh eh. I mean I guess Dice beats up um you know Terrence Howard. But that happens in like thirty seconds and I think that's really the only violence in the whole movie. Um Billy slaps Dice when
0: she finds out that he lied about buying her contract. So Screen think- Rant has it as one of the twenty five worst movies ever made. Do you think that's prob do you think that's inaccurate, probably?
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. Like that's that's
0: what if they're just, like just better... looking in at, at at theatrically released movies would it still be inaccurate
1: oh yeah 25 it might slip in there you know what I was thinking about today I can't remember the name of this movie hold on I gotta look it up real quick because um, it really bothers me because it's really bad I was thinking about like other movies that might possibly make the um the list at some point Mm -hmm. oh you're not gonna tell me what this movie's called there's a movie that's about teenage surf cops fuck what is it called and the tagline was to surf and protect get it like the Right. Fuck, I can't remember it. You now I feel bad. But it's something like that. Like that movie would make the list, or right. I don't know. Like, like to from Kelly to Justin or whatever the fuck that movie is called. I'm sure that movie is far worse than fucking glitter. God, you know what? I almost watched that. So that was my first choice when you said this last week that I was going to watch that, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find it streaming free anywhere and I wasn't going to pay three dollars to feel bad for an hour right. and a half. So right. Glitter was sense. Glitter was always my second choice that I was like, I'm going to if if I can't watch from Justin to Kelly want to watch Glitter. Where the hell was Glitter at? Uh, stars. Or Showtime? One of the stars, yeah. Stars, yeah. Top
0: 25. I don't know. All right. So, can we we just briefly talk about Terrence Howard? Hasn't Terrence Howard exposed himself over the years as, like, not being as good as people thought he was at one time? And just kind of just doing the same thing?
1: No, I don't necessarily agree with that. I I think that Terrence Howard... Bought into his own hype too much, and basically like ruined his own image. And also because just he's a dick, right? Like, isn't there stuff about yeah, him like just not being like the very? I
0: think he's beat women and shit like that before. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, um, that's what that's what ruined him. Like, if he's on the up and up, he's still making Marvel movies, and you know, he's James Rhodes and. We're not having a conversation about him being an asshole.
0: Yeah, he he makes like he does like that kind of shit, and like he makes like random claims that like are unsupported, like that he's like a like like three credit shy of like being like some sort of engineer or something like that, and nobody can confirm his story. And um, yeah, he he does a lot of weird shit. He's he's a weird dude. Um, but yeah, he like he has a lot of like restraining orders and assault charges and. All that kind of shit. Um weird dude. I mean that's how he ended up like losing the uh war machine role. Right. Um so yeah. But yeah, I, I just over the years it's like it's like he had hustle and flow. And then it's like you really think about all of his movies and it's like, eh. Is eh. it beat the deedles? the deedles what are, what are you trying to think of right now
1: that's it to protect and surf beat the deedles
0: oh definitely i didn't
1: know okay i didn't know definitely one the of the here. 25 worst movies ever made okay paul walker vehicle actually i didn't even realize that huh with john ashton robert england and dennis hopper terrible fucking movie huh. But on Rotten Tomatoes, it's 1% better than Glitter, so. (laughs) Oh. All right. That's a movie that I wish I could watch for the Spin Chagrin again. What's that? Meet the Deedles. Mm. It would be really funny to talk about on Spin Chagrin, but I've already seen it, so.
0: You got anything else this week? Hmm.
1: Moonlight, Moonlight is good
0: yeah you're you still in the middle of it?
1: No, i have i have one episode left so okay mm-hmm. didn't think i would enjoy it as much as i do but um really dig it yeah um from what i understand it's kind of important to watch before you see the doctor strange movie okay so maybe check it out like if yeah. you're interested yeah he's uh, really
0: good in it ethan hawk's really good in it um yes good sense, good sense humor to it
1: i think ethan hawk and I mean, Oscar Isaac is amazing in it, but I yeah. think Ethan Hawke might subtly be like my favorite part of it. Yeah. Um. Almost channeling, uh, what's his name? Um, like David Carradine, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. in his like demeanor and. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a really good role. Um. This is only going to matter to me and anyone else that has really good taste, but. <laughs> Um, beat Elden Ring today. So,
0: oh, okay. congratulations. Yeah.
1: Bosses that I was having so much trouble with, I just like destroyed them all. First try tonight felt really good. Awesome.
0: So, does that mean like on Saturday nights I don't have to hear like, you know, like shit piss cunt fucker, like and stuff like that anymore, maybe?
1: <laughs> no, because I still haven't finished everything in the game. I gotta go. I gotta go <laughs> gotcha. Finish. gotcha.
0: Gotcha. But I mean, there's not as much. Just so you know, Frank's cursing is hilarious when he's playing video games. It's like it's just a string of obscenities. It sounds like he has Tourette's or something like that. Like, I'm, 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 I'm a passionate man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't have anything there. There's a, there's a really funny uh, comedy. I I saw a thread on Reddit the other night um, about like TV shows that are underrated, and there was. I wrote you know like wrote down in my notes a couple things to like to watch eventually and I started watching this HBO show called The Other Two. Um oddly enough it's about singing. Um but it's the the premise is a 13-year-old boy ends up becoming like this like mega mega star through TikTok through singing a song and his older brother his gay older brother is a um like trying to be an actor and his older sister is they're both in new york uh, is uh, a former ballerina that's kind of like like fallen out of like you know it's just kind of like aimless in life um so those are the other two and um molly shannon is in it as their mom and um oh damn it what's his name ken ken marino i think is his name the guy that played the pi on the other pi on Veronica mars and was uh-huh. in party down um he plays the the kid's manager uh but it's really funny um uh it 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 feels like it has like the the sting about just the industry in general both acting and music of 30 rock um and like some of the interpersonal like humor of like something like party down um so yeah I, i really dig it a lot i only have a couple episodes left in the second season that's all that's out right now but it's it's a funny show um um, if anybody's like looking for comedy which is not frank but... i don't know i we said 30 rock you got me hype <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's witty um oh and wanda sykes is in it too as like the head of the pr like agency um she has some really good stuff in it too um <clears throat> so yeah it's 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 a it's a good show um i i'm finally going Heaster, i'm going to finally take Heaster's advice and um watch barry over the next <coughs> couple weeks. Um um, that's that's my next thing to TV show to watch. So getting back into some t- new TV rather than just watching my comfort shows um, over and over again. I ain't watching shit. <laughs> gotta be watching some movies you're indifferent to here soon. <laughs> I'm indifferent to that. Wow, <laughs> uh, you ready to spin this wheel, Frank? Yeah, yeah. Alright. Oh, I messed it all up. Right, Share the screen real quick. All right. <laughs> Evil house pets. The category for next week is evil house pets.
1: Hmm. Man, yeah, ain't hard. <laughs> oh,
0: no, it's one of your categories that you came up with. Huh? Is mine? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Does it sound I, like I I, it, I your 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 list, which is only uh, there's still a lot on there, I guess your list you're part of the list because i did all yours and then i did all of everybody else's um yours ends with something to do with mountains (laughs) that's your last category on here everything else is not yours so yeah this is this one of yours
1: what's the first movie on the list oh no i already found it hold on i don't know i don't understand your question um it isn't it's not one of mine it is one of yours Mm-mm, it's somebody else. I don't have evil. No, it here. is
0: one of you. Frank, diddleman
1: did order, man. Nope, you didn't. Somebody else slipped that shit in because I'm looking at nope. my list. Nope. And the last, li- the last one on the list that I sent you is post-apocalypse fun. Hold on. Second to last is horsing around.
0: Hold on. I. I am searching. Look, look. You. You're not going to be able to see this. Oh, because I got. I'm the, the looking sm- I'm, look, I'm looking at it right now. Here's the text that you sent me because I, I keep all my texts. November sixteenth, two thousand twenty-one. Yeah, twelve forty-five a.m. Twelve forty-four a.m. is when I put it. When I <laughs> made the list. Right. Twelve forty-five is when you when you texted it to me. And if you go down underneath non-rapy barbarian epics, is evil house pets no oh yes it is you're right
1: Eh. but it's not the last
0: movie on the list well no we've done all the other ones Mm. i think nah hold on evil house
1: Eh. doesn't sound like
0: antics is still on there like we did all that okay yeah we've done all the other ones except for something to do with mountains and jungle antics yeah none's going wild look i know my shit's correct Uh-uh.
1: It is. It's not. I'm gonna send it to you right now. It's correct. The last movie on the list is post-apocalypse fun. We
0: did post apocalyptic fun, Frank. Right, but a, then
1: there's one, there's two above that.
0: Horsing oh, no, around, that robot is main character. We did that. Something to do with mountains. Right. We didn't do something to do with mountains. Which is the last thing that is on your part of the list right here. Is we what did you non traditional
1: cowboys? Yes. Hmm.
0: Didn't do snakes attack
1: yes we did snakes attack
0: oh no we didn't do snakes attack right it's, sorry, say, it's, it's I, there it's, uh, it's, it's, it's something to do with mountain snakes attack jungle antics nuns going wild underground menace non-righty barbarian epics laser guns blah blah like you know it's it's all there frank i got it i got I wanna it
1: do, i want to do snow capers
0: <laughs> well we can't do the only snow caper that i know is um fucking nolan's movie um Everybody, loves. I, haven't seen, I
1: haven't seen any of the snow day movies. I just want you to know.
0: Mm. All right, so evil house pets next week. Yeah, I got it. It's oh, gonna man, be a dog. I,
1: wish, I wish we could do a monkey doing people stuff again.
0: You want me to add it to the wheel?
1: No, okay, once was enough, twice was enough.
0: Um, all right, Here we can. I forgot about that category that's funny um all right so evil house pets frank's probably already got it in his mind um what he's gonna have an idea
1: yeah i'm actually glad i was gonna watch this movie the other day and i was like "Eh, maybe i'll hold off
0: Hmm. all right well um this coming weekend uh we will be doing one of my favorite episodes of the year which is the fresh five on the primary podcast um so it's that's where frank picks his top five movies that he's watched over the course of the past like five months or so um week after that we're doing top like movies that chris loves and frank is indifferent to um Mm. so that's like my one podcast a year that that i get where i talk about the movies that like i like and um, frank either hates or or doesn't like
1: and did you send me
0: all that shit yet yeah i sent it to you like two weeks ago dude <laughs> where, where everything was at and
1: <laughs> i was it, probably
0: indifferent to that <laughs> you probably were <laughs> um you Let's probably you probably criticized that. me and was like you know like stop fucking texting me asshole I'm trying to play Elden Ring like um now I got it I hope all this stuff is still where it says it is hopefully most of it is
1: um it should be <laughs> I can't believe I have to pay for this one. <laughs>
0: it's the longest one too um, nails in my fucking <laughs> and and then of course we will be wrapping up the um the month with the top five um movies from 1974 which um good movies on that list so um but we're full steam ahead to the 150th episode gonna be a three three to four parter i have no idea at this point but um um but yeah we 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 recorded part of it recently so um so i'm excited for that but um yeah thanks for listening everybody you will house yep. cats next week and um, have a good week